Okay. Love Talk Radio. Well, praise God. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. It is now 12 noon here in Jamaica. I am back at our base. We have two bases. Kingston, Jamaica, and Atlanta, Georgia, with international ministry for the past 15 years. I'd like to talk to you about mood swings. And one mood swing that attacks a lot of us is depression. Now, I want you to know that the Bible gives us victory through scriptures. Remember that. Say that the Bible gives us victory through scriptures. The Bible gives us victory through scriptures. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus of Nazareth, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, use miserable oracle. Those who are depressed and have instability, Father, let your word reveal to them the deliverance through your name that they can be free from these tormenting spirits. We give all honor and glory to you in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, we pray. Amen. The Bible is very clear. The spirit of heaviness is connected to depression. Therefore, depression is a spirit. And the route cause and the route root cause of depression is a dysfunctional connection with God. That's right. You are disconnected with God when you are depressed. Well, why you say that um, disconnected from God when we're oppressed? God's peace, his shalom peace, gives a human being peace that can never be done by any drug or pharmaceutical or form of alcohol. It is a peace that Christ has died for us. He said, peace I shall give unto you. Come, all who are heavenly laden, I shall give you rest. See, depression don't give you rest. So what depression does, depression is a dysfunctional disconnection with God. It it disconnects you from God. Well, if it's disconnecting you from God, then what is it connecting you with? The soul, your emotions. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, you have a body, mind, soul, and spirit. So if you're sitting on your couch... I'm so, Lord, I'm lonely. I'm by myself, Lord, and I just don't know what to do. I can't make it. I got a bill to do, Lord, how I'm going to pay this bill. And you letting them demons know you don't have no faith. <laughs> they listening to what you say. They don't know you. You know why demons don't know you? Because in Colossians 3.3, 3, the Bible says that you are dead and that your life is hidden in Christ. So the minute you start allowing depression, to make you talk to yourself. Demons hearing you. They hear you. And then you're wondering why you're getting attacked, why you all down and sad. Now, the Bible says in Colossians 3, 3, for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Now, this scripture does not necessarily mean that everybody is dead. If any of you having problems with this form of depression. It could be generational. Our fathers have sinned. We bore their iniquities. Lamentations 5-7. I would ask today that you renounce and break the curse. If it is that, 
you have to find the root of depression. It could be withdrawal. It could be schizophrenia, double-minded. It could be wavering. There are multiple ways that this spirit can enter into a human body. In Isaiah 61.3, to appoint unto them the mount in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. The might is always in the Bible. As Derek Prince taught me, that means it's based on what you're going to do. So might. You might you might not want to go through what you got to go through to get this thing off you. For us as Christians, we need to renew our minds to think positively and not to be thinking about the worst outcomes and believe in what the word tells us to think about good things and the good things are going to happen to us, that all good things come from the father in heaven. So when you get depressed, quote James one seven. The Bible says in Philippians four eight, well, so it was a good report. Think on those things. Quote scriptures to counteract it. Don't sob in it and keep talking to yourself while these demons writing down everything you say and sending it to a familiar spirit to set you up because now they know your vulnerability. They can hear you. They saw Jesus coming to them off the boat in Mark chapter five and came right up to Jesus. I know you. I know you. You are the son of God. Aren't thou come to torments me not? Jesus said, be quiet, be muzzled. They know you. So when you get depressed, use the scripture. Hope for the word of God provides a confidence and is a good thing to always be thankful. Use Philippians 4, 6. Be thankful. Sometimes when we are depressed, our natural mind, the natural man, in 1 Corinthians 2.14, does not understand the things of the Spirit. It's carnally. And when you become depressed, you become carnal. And carnality opens up the doors to demons. Our hearts can be downcast. The Spirit can bring a heaviness over us. It's, it tries to rob our hope. It brings a heaviness, oppressing feeling. It tries to steal our faith. Depression tries to come over us like a dark, heavy cloud. When this cloud is hanging over us, it may come over us at once like a plague. It can cause us to be isolated. It tires to steal our love and tire us out, want us to be felt alone and rejected as if God is not with us, gets you to meditate on self, self-centered, the things that you need that you want, and it tries to steal our relationship with the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. However, and all these related to depression, it is putting on the garment of praise that can bring us out of such spirits. When we praise the Lord, the Bible says that everything that have breath praise God, and it really works. Uh, spirits such as mental turmoil, confusion, agitation, uh, unusually caused by emotional buildup, things never let go, or it usually brings fears. Fear does not come from God. In 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. To defeat this oppression, we need to be thankful to Yeshua the Messiah, that we are saved and rejoice and give thanks to him. And thank him for your health and thank him for the things that you have and speak those things into existence as though they may not be. And when you speak God's word against this spirit, 
you can win. But if you don't have no word in you, this thing's going to hang over you, and you're going to go through the normal things that normal human do, human beings do. Demons have a cycle on people. They let you get depressed for a couple of hours, and they shake you off. And they okay, well, we know what's going to get them to get depressed again. They start talking back in your mind, and there you go again. So make a list of the good things in your life. All good things come from above. Remember that. Now, another area that demons can uh, get to when we are depressed and what causes it, I would like for you to turn to the book of James. Boy, this Bible has been sitting up here for a long time. Okay. Now, the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I want you to hold on to that and go to James 4.8. Draw night to God, and he will draw night to you. Cleanse ye your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Now, if you're double-minded, you have to draw nigh to God. Double-minded is two minds, two souls in your mind, two personalities. That's that's God does God doesn't want that. That's demonic. And when people who are double-minded, such as schizophrenia, disassociation identity, um, really have a problem receiving the channel of the Lord because of two enforcing spirits talking to them telling them the FBI is going to come get them, that you're you only one that knows the secrets of God. And, and, and they put these burdens upon people 24 hours a day who have schizophrenia. Now, if that's you, you really need to get some deliverance. Also, another thing that can cause us to have mood swing is going backwards and forth with our emotions. God does not want that. That's in James chapter 1, verse 6. But let him ask in faith, not wavering. See, everything we do, it has to be done in faith to hear the Lord. you got to step out and speak. Well, and your mind will tell you, well, I don't know what to say. And then them demons will say, well, what does this and what them people, they're watching you. And that's going to choke you from hearing, hearing the Lord. The same thing that the spirit of heaviness does upon you. You believing in God. Lord, I'm trusting in you. You're fasting. You're on a fast. You're going to your second day. And hear this spirit come. Well, he ain't answered your prayer. He know all your evil thoughts. He knows all the things that you committed sin with because you was in partnership with him before you got saved. But because you're a new creature in Christ, he doesn't care about that. So what this spirit tries to do is to infiltrate you with a negative thought about something. It may be in the past. It may be what you're dealing with. These forces work within the physical mind of a human being. This is where the warfare happens. And when you see the spirit of heaven has come, you have to cast it down. Go. If you don't say nothing else, say go, spirit of heaven is. Jesus said go, and all the demons went into the herd of swines in Mark chapter 5. Just say go. And I'll give you the scripture for that. I'll find it. Uh, thank you, Lord. The Lord just gave it to me. Mark. And 
goal. Hang on. I'll find it. Wait one minute. Where's in the Bible that Jesus says, go, and the demon left? Uh, I'm, I'm, I got to get the scripture for everybody. Just be patient. Matthew. What if... Jesus commanded, he says, go. Matthew, thank you. Matthew, thank you, Lord. Eight. There you go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 8, verse 32. So look, when this heaven is coming about, just say go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. To defeat oppression, we have to use scripture and not sit and sob and whine in that dilemma. You have to get yourself, shake yourself up out of that. The more we think of him, the less we will be self-pity of mourning. We must kill all self-pity within ourselves. If we want to escape any oppression, circumstances go up and down. But in everything, give thanks. Lord, take this away from me. Lord, teach me how to fight. Meditate day and night upon the word of the Lord. I guarantee you, won't no oppression come on you. And if depression comes, start speaking in tongues immediately. And I'll just go into that thing lift. It attacks everybody, me, all of us. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, as Christians, we sometimes have a very tough time doing this. But this is the Bible way of getting free from depression and getting the dark clouds to roll away and the sunshine on our lives again. So put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, Isaiah 61. Praise will definitely tear down the spirit of heaviness and pray this prayer every time the heaviness come on you say this thank you father I have the authority from the finished work of your son I rebuke this spirit of heaviness I command it to lead me in the name of Jesus. I bind this spirit and command it to loose from me. I resist this heaviness because I am submitted to God. 
it must and it will flee based on James 4-7. Say that. What is the opposite of self-pity, murmuring and complaining and blaming others? No, it is gratitude. We all have been tempted with this thing getting difficult to start complicating by mornings and mood swings, blaming God for not taking us out of a situation that we put ourselves in, not him, getting mad at the preacher, but not mad at the at God. We want to get mad at the representative and slash out at him. That's heaviness. That's not supposed to be. We need to repent from blaming God or holding God uh a bondage to something that he didn't do. Sometimes we can get angry with God and really depression can get in. And you really don't want the spirit of depression to get in, especially depression and anger toward God. It's it's not good. It's a bad thing. In Acts 16, was thrown, Paul was thrown into the setting of a girl to free her from a spirit of divination. And she could imagine what prison would it be like in those days. And here Paul, being persecuted, goes in the jail, and Paul praises God. Paul dances in the street. Well, how is that going to bring praises? That's how the Bible said it works. Praying in tongues can definitely lift up any depression. Remember, depression, it is a spirit. Depression, it is a spirit bind the spirit Matthew eighteen eighteen. what sub you shall bind on earth shall be bind in heaven what sub you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven bind it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth take the strong man away from you and send it back to Jesus amen now Paul was thrown in prison for setting a girl free from his spirit of devastation. You can imagine what prison was like in those days. If he had been like most of us today, he would have been asking, how could this thing happen to us? Get us out of here. We must have messed up somewhere. God must be mad at us. What are they doing? Praising and rejoicing? This is indeed a high bar of all of us. But what of an example to us? What would you have been thinking about if you was put in prison? Paul in jail, yes, we may be here a long ways from where Paul was and thinking he can get through the path of praising God no matter what the situation. It makes demons mad when you praise God. They hate the praises, brothers and sisters. And when you got that burden on you, God does not want you to be in bondage. Stand fast in the liberty when Christ has made us free. Be not entangled again with the what? Spirit of bondage. Go to Galatians. See, depression opens up all types of demons. Demons love to go through a floodgate. They, man, <laughs> it's amazing to see how they crave for human bodies. It's, it's, it's very, fast, very fascinating. Uh, to encounter and see this. The book of Galatians 
5, 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty when Christ has made us free, and be not again entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Depression is bondage. Cast it down. Cast it down. It cast it down. All right. It makes demons mad when we think that the Lord, when things are going wrong, we praise him. This is what a committed Christian does. Give thanks even when things look bad in the natural realm. Things look bad in the natural for Joshua and Caleb, but they kept their eyes on the prize and trust the word of God that they were given the land, even though in the natural things did not look great. A fortified city, well-equipped army, falls, tall men, strong men. They had courage, they're courageous, and very uh, persistent men that they had to go up against. This is what you will need to resist the enemy. And because you are resistant, you are resistant in faith, James two fourteen through 16. Because of your actions, you are in faith. Therefore, what you to do now is to change the perversions and the spirits of oppression by speaking faith against them and sending them away from your fleshly mind and carrying them back into the atmosphere where they belong for the children of disobedience, Ephesians 2.2. 2. Paul and Silas, and Silas, with their backs beaten and bloody in a filthy prison with rats running around, did not get into their self-pity. And the poor old man, demons like it when Christians complain. Their goal is to get Christians to say, God, it's your fault. This is a horrible thing, and it will get us into a lot of trouble. We all dealt with some forms of self-pity at some point, and we must repent when we blame God for our problems. The Bible says, in everything, give thanks. I like to ask those who have been mad at God by opening up the spirit of oppression that you repent. 1 John 1, 9 says, we confess our fault. He's just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. And I pray that you will forgive him from all unrighteousness and forgive all of us if we've been angry against you. Get to the place that you are doing that at the time you need to do is to what? Pray in tongues. Pray in the Holy Spirit. See, if you pray it into the Holy Ghost, you're building up your faith. And the spirit of depression don't want you to build up your faith because this spirit feeds off your emotions. It gets strength from you. Like when people teaching are getting angry. And you may know that there's a hypocritical pastor that's out there or whatever. you angry. But the anger you got is causing you not to hear the spirit because it's a spirit. Spirits use our emotions to take ground over. And the governing laws is that we must not allow them to do that. Amen? If we would pray in the Holy Ghost during times of depression, I guarantee you within the next 45 minutes it will change. Use these scriptures reference for this when you come under attack. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. 
The Lord said to me Romans 8.26. Uh, just Romans 8.26. Romans uh, 8.26. Okay. Likewise, the Spirit itself helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought to pray, but the Spirit itself maketh intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. This is what you need to do to fight oppression, praying in the Holy Ghost. In 1 Corinthians See, we don't we don't apply this. This is why we get ourselves in trouble. In First Corinthians, chapter fourteen, verse one says, "Follow after charity, and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men." but unto God. So when this spirit of depression hits you, you need to be speaking unto God and concentrating and closing your eyes and praying in the Holy Spirit and praying in the Holy Spirit and praying in the Holy Spirit and praying in the Holy Spirit. God doesn't want any of us to allow depression to take hold of us. The Bible tells us that I can do all things through Christ that gives us strength. Philippians 4.13. Never say I can't repent because you can repent. Even when this spirit of oppression and uh, depression comes over you, you still have victory in this through Christ Jesus. Now the devil is going to try to tempt you. He's going to try to make you lose your peace. He's going to try to use people to come up against you. He's going to try to get the most closest person that you love to hurt you. But that's his job. That's what he want to do. But we have to put the full arm of God that we may be able to withstand these blows that the enemy uh, comes up against us with. The main battlefield for depression, oppression, is the mind. All of this stuff comes from the human mind thought press, the fleshly mind. That thing keep pounding at you, that depression. Oh, I'm so by myself. When demons say, oh, oh, we hear something. (laughs) And say, now what they're going to do is go to work to put thoughts into you. They're going to go to work now. And then you constantly thinking about it. You're not praying in the Holy Spirit. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm in this. There ain't nobody in there hearing you but the demons. And the Lord got to hear this mess when he's already died for you. He got to hear all of this when he's given you authority to do something about it. Most of us are spiritual lazy. And your spiritual laziness will put you in a complacency whether you will be non-useful for combat operations as a Christian. 
Ezekiel 38.10, Thus says the Lord God, It shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into that mind, into thy mind or that mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. Here comes depression. You don't have the arm of God on. The arm of God blocks spirits. God does not want us to walk in our emotions. Our emotions are very deceitful. Jesus did everything in the spirit. We have to get away from trusting our emotions because it's part of the flesh. No, it's nothing wrong with crying and weeping. The children of Israel wept 30 days. That was the first thing I learned. There's a time and place for everything. There's a time to cry. But there ain't no, nowhere in the Bible says it's time to be depressed. Because when you are depressed, you are in function. You're not functional to operate in the spirit realm. You're constantly sobbing and meditating on the problem that you see. And you feel that you have no hope. You have disconnected yourself with your faith, with your emotions. And this can't be done. It hurts the Lord to see his children not activate themselves in faith and try to apply the word of God in their life so they can change. Depression, anxiety, all these are demonic spirits. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And and 80% of the wiles against the devil, I can tell you right now, comes through your thought. It's your thought life that brings this stuff. I have seen this over and over and over and over. The same problems all over the world. The devil does the same thing to people. And we have over 65 nations, and it's the same problem. The battlefield is here in that mind. We have to block things that are not God from entering in our soul. Ezekiel 38 said, Thou shalt think an evil thought. This will block any spirit trying to attack you. The Holy Spirit is powerful. The devil don't want you to be speaking in tongues while you're depressed. He still wants you to feel the emotion negativity to it. You have to disconnect and take your spirit and connect it with Christ. The devil is a liar. And he'll keep bringing that thought to you, and you go back getting depressed because you won't cast it down. I can't do it for you. I can just tell you. You have to cast it down. I'm tired of casting it down. Let me go watch TV. Oh, no. Here they come again. You have to have the mind of Christ to deal with this. You have to cast down 
thoughts and tell depression, no, go away from me. I have the authority in the name of Jesus. I am not going through this. You can do that. The Lord gave us authority. The Lord can't do it no more. You you got to do it. It's That's the hardest thing to get in, into Christian spirit is that they have to do it. Once someone talk about it, you got to apply it. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. So depression is nothing of the flesh. It's a spirit. Anxiety, it is a spirit. Frustration, it is a spirit. And these spirits are designed to pull you away from the fellowship of God and to allow them to entertain you through emotion and imagination of fear. That's all it, and that's all you sob in. It's not God. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Christian warfare involves bringing all our thoughts into alignment with Christ's will. Failure to do so will lead to immorality and spiritual death. Romans 6.16 Romans 6.23 Romans 8.13. Use the following steps to bring your thought life under Christ's leadership. One, be aware that God knows every thought and that nothing is hid from him. Know that. Psalms 94.11. Psalms 139, verse 2. Psalms 139, verse 4. Psalms 139, verse 23 and 24. We will have to give an account to God for our thoughts as well as for our words and deeds. Every thought that we don't cast down, you know you got to get an account to God. You got to give an account to God you use in your mind. Get away from it. And some people have been trained so hard, they got to break it. Scriptures for that is Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 16. Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 through 37. And Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Be aware that the mind is a battleground. Some thoughts originated within us, while others come directly from Satan and his demons. To take captive every thought requires warfare against both our sinful nature and satanic forces attacking our fleshly mind. Steadfast, resisting, and rejecting evil by speaking in tongues and praying in the spirit when you are depressed will counteract itself, and then you will find yourself doing battle that will be pleasing to God. 
allowing the Holy Spirit to indwell with you by fasting, by prayer, by dedicating yourself to communicating with the Lord on a regular basis will reduce and resist these demonic activities from operating in your life. Resist and reject evil is unwholesome thoughts, and every thought cast it down. Every evil thought cast it down. We're going to close with this. If you go to James, chapter 1, verse 14, shows you that we have an enemy, and he will definitely do whatever he can to entice your thoughts where he can pull you from not trusting in God, allow you to meditate on a problem that you have, that's not going to change it. James 1.14 says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and, look at this word, enticed, E-N-T-I-C-E-D. That's what happens to your mind when this spirit of Depression comes upon you. It's enticing you to continue to have you to sob on it and to continue to have you to uh, feel that God is not there for you. It's going to do everything it's going to say to keep you away from thinking something positive. Depression draws out the spirit of God. We don't have to give in to it because Christ died for it. Amen. God bless you. Please sow a seed here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. I want to thank Matus. Thank you so much, Brother Matus, for your donation. Uh, all my regular uh, people who sow seeds, I thank them. Not a lot, but I thank the ones who they give, and they help this ministry so much. God bless all of you who help this ministry. I thank Chaplain John Durden for his seed on Wednesdays. God, thank him for that. He's a good friend of mine. We thank you here. We don't want you to be in bondage here. Take the Bible and use it in your life. The Bible works. It must be done with faith. We can do all things. We don't have to allow the devil to put us in a spirit and in a state of sadness. We don't have to do that. He said, I never leave you, nor shall I forsake you. We have to believe and use scriptures during the time of hard times. No, he didn't promise us it was going to be easy. It ain't easy for none of us. But we do have tools to fight back against these spirits. And it's up to you to put them in practical life for yourself once it's been delivered to you. God bless. So we'll see it here at www.livedeliverance.com. We're on the lower left-hand corner of our PayPal site, right on PayPal at livedeliverance.com. We're also on YouTube and on Rumble. And uh, we've been doing a lot of teaching out of Finland. And it's been a wonderful teaching, Mother wonderful, wonderful teaching uh, that we're doing out of Finland. We're doing some wonderful things here. We have an increase in our internet audience. About 65% came back. So in a way, when I got off uh, YouTube, everybody came back to LiveDeliverance.com. And now most people there, which is where I want them, I would like to be independent from platforms. Uh, I don't really want to use these platforms to bring the gospel. I want my own platform, and that's www.livedeliverance.com. 
Please tell someone about this radio station. If you'd like to have to receive any deliverance, please email us at OvertonNavy1 at gmail.com. We'll go out to turn off this and go back to regular broadcast and go into the blog talk chat text with Dr. D.R. Monroe, Dr. C.T. Livingston, Chaplain John Durden, Dr. D.R. Buckenheimer, Dr. C.T. Montgomery, Reverend C.T. Flouton, Reverend E.R. McNichols, Reverend Jackson, Reverend Hilgore, and Reverend T.C. Pitt Pittman. God bless you here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio, and shalom. Stand by for those who are trying to get back into our regular broadcast. Okay, now we've got to get into the room. Okay, we got some people coming in. All right, what we're going to do is... Get the one phrase in here, then we're going to get open this mic up. Welcome to my gymnasium. <laughs> Check it out. Watch this. Exercise my tongue, so you are. I read him ready for ministry, so guess what? Running extra. Yeah, yeah. Bless up. All right, we got the mic open to Chaplain John Durden. Reverend Gooseball, you'll be next. Chaplain John Durden, you now have the mic. Uh, good afternoon, uh, my fellow brothers in the Lord. I found that to be quite interesting because all those different moves we are in, sometimes we don't think that it's motivated by demonic influence we figure that when we, we're saddened and we want to get even with somebody uh, we want to commit suicide or we just don't want to live no more and all these kind of things those are not natural instincts and that's what happens is the Holy Spirit can capitalize it on on those feelings and consequently a lot of folks commit suicide a lot of people get into divorces and everything else uh you know, old me, poor me kind of a thing. It's not old me, poor me. What I like to say is what you, to battle that feeling or those emotions, you can speak in tongues, which will give you strength. I like that part. You know, when it's all written down, feel like you're no good, and you, uh, you're, you're a failure, those are demonic thoughts. And what we do is when those thoughts come to us, we need to stop, start praying more in tongues. That's why it's, it's good to pray in tongues, and that's why the devil likes to keep a majority of my friends I know tell me tongues have seats. When you don't have that tongues, and when you when you <laughs> when you sad and want to commit suicide, I think the world against you. That's when you capitalize with the um, with the Holy Spirit, speaking tongues, and you get uplifting and you get um, uh, motivated by the Holy Spirit. I enjoyed it. God bless you. Dr. Leroy Buckingham was texting, did you write this man's sermon yesterday? No, I keep telling y'all the hundreds, about, I don't know, about three, four, five, ten years now. That's the Holy Spirit. Does it sound like he's reading something? Listen to the way he talks, the way he be spreading the word. Does it sound like he's going, and he said this, and he said this, and he said those. He's, he's Dr. C.R. Okay, hang on, sir. I'm talking to one people at a time. Welcome to Blog Talk Chat. Dr. McNuggets says education, Chapter 30. Would somebody want to know my education, did you say? Yeah, he said, I need to know your education. 
Oh, okay. I have uh, three master degrees, uh, sir. I have a master degree in human resources, just another way of saying personnel administration. With that degree, I worked with the federal government for 30 years, hiring people for federal positions. And then when I retired from that, God called me to the ministry. And uh, so I went to seminary. And when I was in seminary, I gained two master degrees, one in counseling, Christian counseling, the other one in theology. And as a result of those two, I served as a chaplain for 20 years. That's it. Uh-huh. And uh, he's texting, did you write this sermon? That's not a sermon. That's a teaching. And um, God, the Holy Spirit was telling him what to say. He didn't know what he was going to teach until the last minute. I don't know why. I know that's I, so hard to understand. You know, they can't understand you know what, that. You know what, they they just, just can't understand Y'all just can't understand it. And I think about when, but when you ask that question, you know what I think about? I think about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's what God's doing. He's doing the same thing with modern-day man. Because they're not using their mind. They're using their spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking to their spirit. And if, did you hear him sometimes? He said, thank you, Lord. And da 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 thank you, Lord. Sometimes he's about to run out of gas. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, boom, give him some more information to give us. And and, and sometimes I say, well, how you can think you somebody be wise to Sir, you got to fast to do that. You can't do that in your natural mind. You got to fast. You got to study. You got to pray in the Holy Ghost. It take work, man. Right, right. See? No, I don't teach Chaplain Dirt nothing. He's just on here as a friend. God teaching by himself. I don't do nothing, discipline nothing. He's still here as long as God wants him to stay on here. E.W. is not his predecessor. Jesus is his predecessor. Thank you. Uh, what's the next question? He's texting. Yes, I believe in speaking in tongues. Are you crazy? Tongues is blend. Go ahead <laughs> on. Next question. No, I don't believe in worshiping on Sunday. Not in the Bible. Can't prove it. It's a tradition. The Catholic change. Jesus says he's the Catholic Church changed that, but I don't do that. What's the next question, man? Okay, I, Mother Thumpton wants to call you on private line. Okay. That's it for everybody. We got a telephone call from Mother Thumpton. But God bless everybody. Please sow a seed here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Hope that you enjoyed yourself and have a wonderful evening. on the corner and he couldn't show his face. He was hiding from the police and his own gang. The only choice he had was to die or to go to jail. With tears in his eyes, he said, I have faith. I did wrong and now the price I have to pay. Can't sleep, I can't eat, don't know what to say. Feel like my life is going straight down the drain. I feel for my children. I wasn't there for them. The only thing I gave was pain. I feel no shame. Don't know what to do, where to go, or who to talk to, so I'm asking you to pray. I know I'm nowhere with Jesus, but I still believe in this day. Jesus came yesterday, today, and forevermore.
town One early Saturday morning saw a girl I used to know So I stop and say good morning, ask a girl, what's up? Been a while, how are you? She said things are not good, sometimes I feel confused I know you're not seeing me at church like I used to I messed around and got hate and even got abused Sometimes I feel like I don't love me anymore Sometimes I wonder if I really have hope I feel like any master put a rope My faith is weak and my life is moving slow So I said, there's hope in the name of Jesus I said, there's hope in the name of Jesus Jesus, I know that you can hear me